0: Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. This is Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond.
1: Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. Uh. So cool.
1: Tonight's episode is Almost Got'em, directed by Eric Radomski and written by Paul Dini. This episode Woo! came out on November 10th, 1992. And the villains of this episode are the Joker, Harley Quinn, (laughs) Two-Face, Poison Ivy, the Penguin, and Killer Croc? Uh, maybe. Kind of not, really. What
0: about Catwoman? Is she a villain or just on the rugs gallery? No, she's not a villain. She's not a villain. She's definitely not a hero. She's just
1: darker shades of gray. That's about it, you know? In this episode,
0: I guess she's a hero.
1: She's totally a hero in this episode. She's super cool. Mm -hmm. wikipedia says the joker killer croc the penguin two-face and poison ivy all meet at a poker table each telling a tale of times when they almost defeated batman at the same time harley quinn is about to kill catwoman after she rescued batman from the joker's electric chair and batman must save her There's some notes here, Steve. This episode is influenced by a four-issue story arc in Batman 1977, issues number 291 through 294, entitled, Where Were You on the Night Batman Was Killed? In each of the four issues, one of Catwoman, one the Riddler, and one the Joker, all recount their claims to have killed the Batman. However, the plot for Almost Got Him is quite different because it is six stories in the show and four completely different ones in the comic book, with only the Joker as an overlapping antagonist. Uh, The other note here from Wikipedia is two faces strategy and almost got him strapping down Batman to a giant coin and flipping the coin in the air was taken from the comic world's finest comics number 30 September 1947 in a backup tale both Batman and Robin were tied to a giant penny that was catapulted onto spikes by a lesser known villain the penny plunderer
0: very interesting
1: and that giant coin is a big thing in uh, Bat lore, Batman lore, because it's always in his Bat cave, along with some other very famous uh, uh,
0: icons. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember any others? Uh, well, it, sometimes there's a dinosaur. Yeah, I love the dinosaur. But uh, yeah, the the penny shows up pretty much like all over the place, and I, I love how later in the episode they ask him like what happened to the penny, and he's like, they gave it to him or something like that, all upset. Yeah. You know? Yep. This was a this was a really fun episode for me. I thought this was definitely like where uh, the the, sh- the series was kind of shining in terms of humor and um, also story. You're right, Steve. Uh, and this
1: story is incredibly told through this wonderful framing device of having all of Batman's rogues playing poker together. Right? More rogues in in one place in an episode in, ever before than we've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, the the strange secret of Bruce Wayne was Two Face. Penguin and Joker, but this uh-huh. one it just adds killer croc kinda. Poison Ivy. I-,
0: I love how they're just showing that they all hang out, you know. I guess maybe because they all got they all hang out at Arkham, so they're all like just kind of friendly to each other or something. Yeah. But it definitely is fun.
1: Well, they kind of almost call back to this hideout in uh next week's episode, um, what is it called? Uh, Birds of the Feather. Birds of a Feather, yeah, where, oh, yeah. like, Penguin's, like, coming back from, like, being in prison. <laughs> he's like, guys, where are you? And he's, like, looking around the hideout for yeah, them. Yeah, that
0: was funny. And then Batman's yeah. there.
1: But this is a great episode, and the storytelling is wonderfully told by Eric Domsky, Once again, a huge contributor to the style, the coloring, and the actual, like, um, what they call the art deco, dark deco, right? When they did, like, super, like, noir imagery with, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this a few episodes ago. Well, I feel ago. like the
0: storytelling is, is Paul Dini, but, um,
1: yeah. Yeah, but Eric's directing this. Yes,
0: for sure. And this episode uses his
1: style that he developed, the painting uh, light colors on black paper so heavily. Like, the backgrounds of this are so well silhouetted.
0: I love how it starts off with the Joker just dealing cards again. They, they've just, they're, they're just going with the fact that he, you know, he's, he's the dealer from previous episodes.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's, yeah. He's got the skills to pay the bills. <laughs> you're right, Steve. But it's also really well done because all you're watching is their hands, and you're just hearing them talk. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's something that you know maybe was written in the script, but definitely required direction to be able to be pulled off. So I think Eric Radomski is the real hero here, not Paul Dini.
0: Oh, really? So are we going to argue back and forth on this? I feel like it started already. <laughs> well, you know, I think both this is this is both you know key people at their prime, just having fun with the series. You know, this is their forty-sixth episode in production, and so they're they've gotten used to the flow, and I I, I really like this this episode.
1: I like how they establish the characters with the, like even uh, Pamela showing up, Pamela Isley. Poison Ivy, and she comes in and she fucking kicks Batman's ass like right away. As well, he's Killer Croc, but Uh that's Batman in there. She fucking beats the fuck out of him, and then she, like, you know, goes and sits at the table. And then Harvey pretty much brings up right away they have like this like bad chemistry and this
0: horrible history together. I love the line that he says, like, half of me wants to strangle you, and they're like, what's the other half? And he's like, the other half wants to hit you with the truck. You know, yeah, I think that's probably the only time that the both sides of them uh, agree on something. Is it,
1: that what is Does that have to be the case? Do they have to not? Do, does I both sides have to always be disagreeing
0: They're, they're a d- disagreement. Yeah,
1: you know. Just because they're the duality of themselves or whatever. Uh uh-huh. One has to one's be the good
0: boy and one's the the bad boy.
1: One's the positive. One's the negative.
0: It's something like that. He's two faced.
1: Well, I loved I love that they mentioned their their storyline from Pre Poison, their
0: previous uh, history.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. And then I like how essentially you see Killer Croc in the background beat the fuck out of some dude who's sleeping, which then if you get to the end of the episode, you're like, okay, so that's Batman beating a sleeping man. But then you realize that sleeping man is an undercover cop. So this undercover cop just got his ass
0: kicked by Batman out of nowhere in the background. Well, he has to, you know, keep up the ruse. I guess. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, you know, I like how each story – uh, is, you know, kind of self-contained until it kind of gets to, you know, obviously the last one where it's building on, on the Joker story. But um, uh, the, I like how basically, you know, Poison Ivy's it, it each gets their own flashback besides Killer Croc. And uh, that's also probably kind of a nod to the fact that later on too, you know, that he is not the Killer Croc and that it's Batman. Yeah, I kind of noticed
1: that too. Yeah, he's the only one.
0: The other thing that I thought was kind of interesting was just that, uh, like, once again, I guess that maybe Killer Croc and Batman have kind of the same sort of frame. But Killer Croc, uh, you know, Batman's able to transform himself so much into the character.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we've discussed it that he has a a closet uh, or, you know, a wardrobe (laughs) full of every disguise, and then he has the uh, Mission Impossible mask-making thing. What I wonder is how does he get rid of space? Like, how did he do negative on his own face? Like – open up his jawline. I don't know how big that I think he's doing
0: using the Clayface uh, stuff. The Renew You. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it is.
1: Yeah, it was Renew You. Yeah, he's taking advantage of the uh, uh, Operation Paperclip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 it is great. I liked all the little vignettes. They were all nice little vignettes because in the reality, they were all just four different stories or whatever. What it was six different stories uh-huh. of – Batman and, and uh, like, a, like just, like, a whole bunch of just short episodes, because the reality is not one of their endings is any more tragic or more daring situation Batman had ever been in than any other episode we've seen. I mean, Joker had him on a fucking, like, roulette table not too long ago, a giant roulette table that almost killed him, and all Batman could do was throw a grenade into fucking Joker's mouth to save his day, or Joker, well, the giant Joker mouth. Yeah. That was pretty fucking... Intense,
0: you know. Uh, well, what I fr- I did have a note on the poison ivy story that she seemed to be the only one kind of interested in unmasking him. Like when she went to throw the poison at him, she like was trying to unmask him. Where I kind of feel like most of the time they just kind of given up on that uh, finding out who he is behind the mask. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah, right now, yeah. Batman just got knocked out by some people, and he got he gets tied up to a. Uh, uh, Not just the people, what his was henchman, it, the two-ton yeah.
1: group, what was it, the two-ton gang or something? Yeah, you're
0: right, the two-ton gang. <laughs> yeah. Good call. But, uh, you know, they, he has this obvious chance to find out who's behind the mask, but, you know, he respects him. He just ties him up on this coin. And,
1: I, I always have to wonder Harvey has to somehow have known. I you don't know? think so. Bruce is too good at keeping those secrets. Even for to his best friend. Well, Steve, we just entered Act Two, and guess what we had? We had a cliffhanger. Steve sponsored cliffhanger act break, and it was Batman tied to the coin. And Steve, when we came back to break, what happened?
0: Uh, well, I don't, it's not an immediate one, but it's definitely he—he he somehow was able to pocket Two Face's coin. And, yeah. What? <laughs> like, I don't know how that happened.
1: How would Batman get Harvey's coin? Yeah, but it, they like show Harvey has it, and then they all of a sudden. Batman has He's it. He's
0: just so quick, amazingly. But yeah, and it, and Harvey realizes it, or Two Face realizes it immediately that he doesn't have his coin, and it's like, oh fuck, we need to get this thing going now. And he almost yep. he almost kills him. I guess he does. He almost got him. I'm gonna give it to Two Face. You know
1: who did get him though? You know who actually did get him in this episode? Batman kills two of the two-ton gangs when he throws the fucking giant penny on him and it crushes them. <laughs> They're that still was alive. was fucking bro. violent. They don't, they don't show him alive, do they? <clears throat> I thought The that, two
0: guys in the black outfit, I don't think they showed oh, yeah, him alive. Right. They got knocked
1: I out. think they just showed the two guys in the white outfit alive, but the two guys in the black outfit never moved again. They were crushed.
0: I like how Batman gives him his coin back.
1: Well, he knows. Otherwise, he's going to just drive Harvey insane the entire time in prison <laughs> to the point where he's going to break out just to go kill Batman, and he doesn't need that shit. Just let Harvey have his vices. That's clearly the way they do shit at Arkham.
0: Well, it takes a long time to heal.
1: I love when Arkham lets Poison Ivy have poison plants in her in her cell with that. You know, she's just, like, chilling with it, like,
0: ha, I'm not going to do anything bad with this. Oh, yeah, and th- in this episode is, I think, the first time that she mentions that she has some sort of resistance to uh, poison.
1: Oh, really? Is it the first time that we've ever heard that? I
0: think so. I think this is the first time they, like, develop that, like, when wow. they do the poison gas, and she's she's just standing there.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense to be the kind of thing like uh, Princess Bride, right? With uh, taking enough poison every day to the Uh point where your body can know if – just process it. I
0: don't think that's how it really works, but –
1: I'm pretty sure Princess Bride is is actual history, yes. Yeah.
0: Rob Reiner
1: speaks truth. Swamp rats are real, and they're huge – um we do get another story of course right after uh, the two-faced story and it is the penguin story. And I like the penguin story because it has two things that I love. Poison-tipped beaked hummingbirds and cassowaries.
0: Yeah, those are the two things you love? I love those two things. But in between uh that is Croc's, you know, one line I I threw a giant rock and I missed. Which I Yeah, to- whatever. I you know I I, th- I thought it was kind of funny that they were play he he was playing him so dumb cuz I didn't think the croc really was that dumb.
1: That's how I would play him if I was Batman. I would not play him either. I'd be like I haven't taken any acting lessons, <laughs> Oh, so I'll go
0: stupid cuz he's a big old guy. But before he was able to like frame, he was like getting close to even Kind of tricking Batman with the whole thing. I just with, thought with that boy. was like
1: crocodile instinct. Like that's what a crocodile would do naturally. Like set up bombs on boats and explode them to, like you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, take hostages and things. That was
0: a natural instinct. Natural instinct of a crocodile. You and Batman, you guys. Just... Hey,
1: I I've been to the zoo, like Batman, and that, remember he gets all his information about crocodiles at the zoo. <laughs> I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah croc story was total bullshit Because it's just like what come on I didn't, I didn't get a, I didn't get even like a quick short Video no I just get nothing But yeah we do get the penguin Are you excited And we have it? those poison tit Beak hummingbirds Steve Who if you know what if they touch you with their beaks And scratch you one or two Is not so bad three or four Shut the door oh, five yeah. or six or more And you're fucked mm-hmm. So what does Batman do with one of these uh, Poison tit beak hummingbirds he stabs a fucking endangered cassowary.
0: <laughs> well, he's being attacked.
1: <laughs> the cassowary is a beautiful, beautiful bird that should not be attacked. And Batman should have known better. You... I love cassowaries. I fucking do. I really do. And, um,
0: Are you going to write? You should write the producers.
1: I, well, they don't care about me. And uh, I, San Francisco Zoo has a cassowary, and it is so fucking sick to see them. It's like looking at a dinosaur. It really is. It's like, wow, that fucking thing is just so crazy. Wow,
0: well, so he, was a, he used water to, to stop the hummingbirds.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. I guess wa- uh, hummingbirds can't swim in showers.
0: And then he, he just gets attacked by that uh, creature. The, what, Cassowary, Steve. Cassowary,
1: is that what it's called? Cassowary. Cassowary.
0: Oh, oh Cassowary, baby. All right. Mm. Say it a few more times. Woo. Cassowary.
1: Cassowary <laughs> He stabs the fuck out of the cassowary Look at that Boom He stabbed the shit out of it yeah, Right there with an And it lips away It's like ah, Well you know You
0: gotta show a little bit of dominance Okay
1: if it, it Okay Penguin said scratches right mm-hmm. He straight up stabbed it mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure all of this poison in this fucking poison tip beak hummingbird Was right released there. in this cassowary This cassowary probably died oh. Batman killed this fucking thing
0: Man I don't want to think about that.
1: Oh, Penguin Story. That was a pretty hard one to watch. I I thought it was really uh, really (laughs) intense.
0: Almost got him.
1: Almost got him. I love that everyone gets a titular line, even at the end with Catwoman. She finishes it off with, like, you know, almost got him. But hers is so different.
0: (laughs) I like with Catwoman that they're just, like, straight up, like, referring to – like, got to save your kitty batman and like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just very very sexual <laughs> with the way they describe batman and catwoman pussy yeah they, they they i think they were they probably started with pussy and they just like you couldn't they're like all right let's just keep calling her kitty uh hey. pussy steve <laughs> pussy pussy steve pussy i love uh finish your pussy comments
1: steve i love joker story next we get Joker's story, and Joker's story is cleverly done as Late Night Gotham Live, at gunpoint clearly, with you essentially watching the television episode of Late Night Gotham Live with Joker hosting, oh, it's, it's great,
0: great. it's a uh, total, I love his, uh, he has his monologue and some curtain jokes, it was like watching old school Colonel O'Brien.
1: Yeah, or David Letterman, I mean, I think they're more I know Letterman for at sure. this time. And then they and they show like you know the the uh, even they have uh, a Batman on a laugh-o-meter, right they're setting up the stakes this is where Batman is this Electrical. actually looks like the worst situation Batman's been in the whole episode then they throw to break like coming up next check out what we got and then coming out of the actual commercial break this new cliffhanger like whatever uh, act break we get uh-huh. we get a diegetic throw back in it's like more to come and it's like Joker comes in and he's like oh welcome back to the episode like it's fucking awesome Oh
0: yeah it's a total show within a show this was an excellent episode in terms of just having fun with the medium and having fun with the characters of the, of the universe and uh, still having action and yeah, it was, it was well done.
1: Yeah, and it looked fucking uh, treacherous for Batman in this situation. And he gets saved by Catwoman. And Catwoman is like one of those moments when you're watching this, you're all of a sudden like, Catwoman's
0: in this fucking too? Because uh-huh.
1: there's, there's no setup that Catwoman's going to be in this before. And there's no hinting. There's no eluding. There's no foreshadowing of Catwoman. She just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, what's great... And it's just, Continues
0: is that yeah this it's it, it the show this episode is set up to be just like a vignette episode where each episode a story is just self-contained but what which really, it is up to a point to up to a point but except for Joker's where it turns into this thing of like oh no this is this just happened it's not something right. something that happened in the past where I almost got him this is his ongoing I'm still gonna turn Catwoman into cat food and I'm you know still messing with Batman. By killing his kitty, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I I thought it was just a well good little twist that uh, it w- this was a good episode.
1: Definitely, yeah, and then I I love how though when at the poker game right after all is said and done, you know, with the uh, late night uh-huh. Gotham live, it's like Killer Croc's like kind of just like. So, what happened next, and like which is Batman right? Uh-huh. you know interrogating, and the joker's just like, "Well, here's literally everything you would need to know, like every like, like address, what time uh-huh. you know exactly the location, which room it's like it just gives up all the beans.
0: I feel like it was, yeah, just like what happened in the last one when he dressed up like the the villain, and he's like. And so you just have to tell me how you did it. He's like, oh, I put it in Locker b forty seven. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: The Josiah uh, Wormwood episode, uh-huh. right, with, like, Baron uh, Yosek. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Batman was pretending to be Baron Yosek. He's like, tell me, Josiah, what are you re- planning to do now that you have you – know, Oh, well, it's in Locker 3A at the train station. <laughs> uh, code is this. and it's, I'm going to plan on getting out of here on the 9 p.m. train. You know,
0: but I, I to like when, uh, Central City. When when Joker was uh, telling them what he was gonna do, they all seemed shocked. They were all kind of like in, in shock that he that they were, that he was gonna turn Catwoman into cat food. Yeah, I. That's what I felt like. Okay. No.
1: Nope. Oh, okay. Pretty gross, Steve. Pretty gross. What's pretty gross? That you went there with that thought process.
0: That they were shocked.
1: That they were sh- that you
0: were shocked. No, that they were shocked. I was trying to say that the other villains were like had their mouths agape. They were like, "What?" Like when they when he was telling them what he was going to do next to Catwoman.
1: Oh, you, okay, I, I get what you're saying.
0: Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is is that I thought I heard Bruce's voice when Joker wins the hand.
1: He does. Yeah, he does. He d- He dives in. He's just like he's like all right, Joker. And then he throws
0: his ass across the room, right? No, like before that happens. I I didn't repeat it, so I don't know for sure, but I swear I I heard his like Kevin Conroy's voice come out when when everybody lo- when Joker you know cheats and and wins the hand.
1: Wait, wait, Kevin Conroy is not the voice of Killer Croc. Okay, so it's Aaron Kincaid is the voice of Killer Croc. So you're saying that they intentionally had Kevin Conroy voice aligned randomly to be like. <laughs> Oh, he's slipping in in the character. That's what I
0: swear I heard Bruce's I voice. I swear that that didn't happen. Okay, so should I should we like pause You're going right to have to now? go back
1: right now and listen to that cuz I am calling you out. All right.
0: Well, I this have is a big to. deal.
1: This is a big deal. If this is this is a, this is even more brilliant you realize of Eric Radom- uh Eric Redomski to be able to do this.
0: Right, you I'm have going to realize. back.
1: So, currently, what we're watching, well, what I am watching, continuing on, Cool Boy Nation, with you, um, is we are watching, uh, you know, Croc, he's giving it up. He's now actually, yes, Batman. And all of the vagrants and the quote-unquote criminals surrounding the rogues during their poker game were actually undercover cops, as we mentioned earlier. And now we see the kitty food factory and Catwoman on a conveyor belt with Harley Quinn involved. So, now we have... Harley Quinn in this. Yeah, episode. I totally
0: hear uh, Kevin Conroy saying, "Oh darn!" When really, yeah, that's, I swear it. You can you can uh, listen for yourself. What's the time code? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! It's right around uh, eighteen like thirty-three or something like that.
1: Okay, I'm checking it out. I'm checking it out. Hang on. All right, It's when when
0: Joker wins. You hear someone say all darn and it's i'm pretty sure that was kevin conroy oh shit it's
1: at 1814 on mine i think okay but yeah hang on oh yeah i uh, that yeah i well well caught steve i'm gonna give you that all right thank you i think that may have been actually if that wasn't a kevin conroy only then that may have been Kevin Conroy mixed with Aaron Kincaid to kind of like – but I think that is intentional. I think you are absolutely fucking right. Wow. Way to go. Thank Hats you. Hats off you. to you, buddy. All right. Wow. Feels good. Hey, I hope you come to my birthday party next week, dude. I really fucking I'm, – I'm pretty excited now after you know you catching that. That, that little uh, that little Easter egg there. Oh, I'll
0: be there. Don't you worry about it, buddy.
1: Awesome. It's going to be fucking the best. It's a big surprise, but it's going to be a night out on the
0: town. Are the other cool boys going to be there?
1: Uh, everyone's going to be there. And, Steve, make, remember the tuxedos? Bring the tuxedo again. Oh, uh, really? It's going to be a big one. It's going to really? be a big one. Oh, yep. All right. All right. Well, let's wrap this episode up. So, yeah, Joker gives up all the information, and so they're able to bust him and catch him. And <laughs> they go to the kitty food factory.
0: Oh, I I like uh, I like you know what's kind of weird is that they have Harley and Catwoman kind of at odds, but I feel like later on in the series they're they're friends.
1: I honestly don't know. Well, we we'll have thought, to find I thought, out. I thought in this series it was more Harley and Poison Ivy were friends.
0: They are, yeah, those definitely are. But I think later there on there was a great mean, episode. Wasn't mm, it called like Harley and Poison or something like it's that? It's kind of like a Thelma and Louise type of uh, episode.
1: I think they have a throw to that, actually, don't they? Like a throwback? Like something with them driving? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. I love when Simpsons did it, though. Oh, fuck yeah, that was awesome.
0: (laughs) This whole thing with uh, Marge, don't
1: drive into the grand chasm! (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, yeah. All right. You know, the ending with Batman and Catwoman, they're definitely, like, progressing that uh, romance.
1: Well, it's great because Batman's still being the tease, while Bruce still wants to, like, hook up. So... Batman is just and Bruce are destroying their own, like you know, ability to
0: hook up with Selena Kyle slash Catwoman. Oh, she just wants him more. She the does. harder he plays, and he's yep. like trying to be like, "No, I'm not interested in you." But maybe you should check out this guy, Bruce. And yeah. she's like, "Eh, that guy. That's really Bruce rude to me. is
1: cool." Wink, wink. Uh-huh. Mistletoe <laughs> is deadlier if you eat it. Um, I just have one question for you, Steve, about this episode, and then uh, I want to give us our boys up, and then I wanna and then I want to give our boys. All right. What's so, it? Steve, where was Robin?
0: You know, it's a good question. He's missing out. They don't like him. I think they just prefer not to have Robin.
1: Well, obviously, this was a 5 out of 5 boys for me. Um, I think I couldn't have stated that more throughout the episode. It was visually magnificent. It was great cinematography. It was great storytelling. Um, I loved how they were able to weave all these rogues together into one episode that didn't feel bloated. What's
0: kind of funny is that this poker game seems very planned. So, Joker, while. And maybe
1: Killer Croc set it
0: up. I don't know. I don't think so. It's, this seems like a common, you know, planned poker night, you know. And in the middle of it, there's. And, and Batman, I guess, knows about it. You know, he knows that there's this Of course poker he knows night. about it. And, uh, you know, but Joker, after doing all this stuff, after electrocuting Batman the night before, and, like, he was about to kill Catwoman, he's going to go and play say, play some cards with the boys real quick. It's funny. Uh, yep, five five uh, boys for me. If I could give more, I would. This one this was on my top list. We were talking about as our favorites. Uh, we're definitely hitting a good stride, I feel like, right now with, with the episodes. Um I, I would say so we have cool. great,
1: great, great bat stuff coming.
0: I I'm excited and beyond. Great
1: bat stuff, Steve.
0: Great bat stuff.
1: Cool boy nation. Tune in next week. Same cool bat time. Same cool bat channel. Cool boy Bat Nation, Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of almost got'. Em. Or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys Central content with the Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Cool Boys Podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Bat Nation. Until next time, it's Bizzy's from Ballard.
0: That's advice from Steve. All right, okay, we got something there. So cool. Batman and Beyond.
1: Oh, yeah. Batman and Beyond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey.